0: Check in with Von Palmer for the Vancouver Sun this morning. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. How are you today?
1: Oh, I'm terrific, Simi. I'm just great. I just, you know, Vaughn, I am so are you okay? lucky. I'm great. <laughs> I Here I am, isolating at home. The uh, Asian giant hornets are still
0: hibernating. What's to worry about? What could possibly go wrong? Yeah. Uh, let's. We've got some fascinating stuff to talk about this morning, because yes. this BC Court of Appeal decision on the rainforest flying squad is a really interesting one.
1: Yes, uh, this is a really important decision for a couple of reasons. And one, first of all, is that the Court of Appeal unanimously overturned an earlier decision by a lower court that was fairly sympathetic to the protests. And what the Court of Appeal did was it... ...extended the injunction against blockading the Ferry Creek logging here on the island. So that's a technical decision. But the court had a lot to say about the nature of acceptable, peaceful protest and uh, law-breaking protest... It also said something, I I sort of hauled out, there's a lot of things in it that are interesting and you can't really summarize a 27-page court decision in a few lines, but there is one thing that jumped out. So the the group that's been blockading logging here on Vancouver Island, and the Premier's writing, by the way, uh, call themselves the Rainforest Flying Squad. Um, Here's what the court said, Court of Appeal said, unanimously in describing that group they are a highly organized group of individuals who are intent on breaking the law to get their own way and the court said that the courts cannot turn a blind eye to law-breaking yes their right to peaceful protest is a right to peaceful protest but when a court has to choose uh, it has it can't pick and choose the laws that get enforced so the other thing they said was that the lower court made a mistake in in really faulting the way the RCMP were enforcing a legal injunction and saying that in effect meant that the injunction couldn't be upheld, couldn't be extended. So, you know, there's always legal nuances in these things, but I took it as a pretty strong signal from the BC Court of Appeal that, Every group out there that is engaging in protesting has a right to protest, but when they cross the line into breaking the law, they're not going to get supported by the courts.
0: That is so interesting because there was so much written and said and talked about in regards to that lower court ruling. It really changed the RCMP's like, approach in that protest.
1: Yeah. Look, the RCMP are... Uh, federally regulated police force there are procedures uh, they have their own disciplinary procedures There are also legal procedures available if the police are accused of breaking the law or suspected of it or going too far all of those procedures are out there but the court is the Court of Appeal is essentially saying if your complaint is with the police deal with it that way, it doesn't justify yourself breaking the law and, if, and, and claiming you got a right to do it because the police have crossed the line. On civil disobedience, it's the same thing. Look, um, people choose to exercise civil disobedience, and I would have to say that every guy out there in a wool hat with a GoFundMe page claims to be Martin Luther King or Gandhi, but the court is saying the court is not going to judge which laws can be broken and which laws can't be broken. If you don't like the law, yes, you can engage in civil disobedience and take the consequences, but in the long run, the way to change the law is to persuade the government to change the law or change the government. That's why we have elections. So there's lots of leeway out there for people who don't agree with the way John Horgan has proceeded on old-growth logging, But breaking the law is not something that the court will turn a blind eye to.
0: Okay, so what's next, though? What happens to this decision now?
1: Well, there's some suggestion they may appeal to the Supreme Court of Canada, and uh, hmm, I've been following this for a long time. It would not be the first time in history that the Supreme Court of Canada overturned the B.C. Court of Appeal, so there may be an opening there to do it. The High Court has to decide whether or not to take the case And obviously, if they took the case, this could lead to new Supreme Court of Canada guidelines on how we deal with protests. But my expectation, Simi, more likely is that we will be looking at uh, perhaps a review of our CMP conduct, which is something that could be conducted separately. And I don't think the Horgan government is going to change its stand around what is going on in Ferry Creek.
0: Okay, so there's that going on. Let's also talk about this convoy and the protest. And it's getting a bit messy, Vaughn, because some of the people involved in this protest are saying things that other people are saying, I don't want to be involved in this.
1: Yeah, so you know i've heard uh i've heard callers to w and uh to our our colleagues uh, mike smith's show and uh, jazz joe hall's show i'm sure you've had the emails i've had the emails there is a certain amount of sympathy out there for the truck convoy uh some of it is coming from people who feel sympathetic to truckers and the situation they're in some of it comes from people that are concerned about supply change. uh some of it comes from people that are just kind of fed up with uh COVID-19 and vaccine mandates, and who isn't? But, again, there's something going on here that I find really disturbing. And I'll refer people to a front-page story in the National Post today by Rachel Perron. I'm not sure how to pronounce her name. Good story. You know, the Post has been sympathetic to some of the issues with the truckers, but it's also a, it's also a good newspaper with good reporters. And so she's dug into the record and the statements of the Canadian Unity Foundation, the Canada Unity Foundation, was one of the organizers of the truck convoy. And you read down in the story, and here's what she found on the website of that organization that helped organize the truck convoy. There is a memorandum of understanding there. It says the coalition is opposed (coughs) to restrictions and mandates related to COVID-19. It also says this. This is incredible to me. The memorandum's goal, it says, is to form a committee with the Senate and Governor General to override all levels of Canadian government. And if they refuse to join, the group says they should resign their lawful positions of authority immediately. So, not to put too fine a point on it, Simi, it sounds to me like these people want to overthrow the government. Uh. Yeah, And, you know, we've heard that some people are equating it to Trumpism and all that, but I'm astonished that any respectable politician would associate him or herself with a group that stated intention sounds an awful lot like overthrowing the government and sedition. I mean... I think any respectable politician would run for the hills and try to get as far away as they
0: could. Well, it's interesting. It's interesting, Ron, that you say that, because I think at the beginning when it did feel like it was about truckers, right, and supporting truckers, that you did have some politicians jumping on. But I wonder if by the time this thing does get to Ottawa, if that will have changed. Yeah.
1: No, and I mean, your news is carrying today concerns that there could be violence and so forth with this and again i'm sure that there's lots of people involved who sincerely don't want violence and sincerely won't take part the problem with any politician who's associated with this group who's expressed support for them you're going to wear what actually happens you're going to if you don't distance yourself now you're going to wish you did but seriously anyone coming out and saying um, you know this this protest has some merit when one of the stated goals of one of the organizers is to replace the elected government of the country i mean get real this is
0: it's almost like it's, it's being incredible. hijacked right like it's yeah. there's there's what was originally said there's what people who say they are the organizers are saying yeah. and then there's the, it just has turned into such a mess
1: yeah, and part of it is the poisonous spread from social media, right? Exactly. I mean, they'll say as many times as they want, it's just about supply chains, but... You don't need to spend much time on social media to find the equations to nazism and fascist takeovers and wild threats and bizarre fantasies about the constitution um look i mean i guess it's very hard in this day and age not to to come across that because it's out there everywhere on all sides of the political spectrum but still I think politicians um, concerned about their own reputations should approach this protest with extreme
0: caution. Very true. Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye. Cindy. Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver State.